Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Bet Online, our partners, they continue to be the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events. From the NFL to the NHL, MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf, Bet Online gets it done. That's right. It's your continued source for all sports wagering info. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends, and a heck of a lot more. Listen to this. You get a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit just by heading over to betonline.ag to join. That's betonline.ag to join. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get it going with Bet Online, where the game starts. Did you know that my hot tub came from global leaders in the hot tub industry and their hot tub did not? That's a fact. Look it up. Did you know that my hot tub was built in the United States with the highest standard of quality control? Yeah, their hot tub is out of control. Did you know that My Hot Tub has factory direct pricing, comes with customer service support seven days a week, has an extensive warranty, and offers free shipping to your home, and came with an incredible financing plan? Yep, you guessed it. Sorry, their hot tubs simply don't. When it comes time for you to choose the right hot tub for you and your family, remember, there's My Hot Tub, and there's their hot tub. Smart shoppers choose My Hot Tub every time. MyHotTub.com. Experience the difference in person and visit their showroom in Destiny, USA, or visit them online at MyHotTub.com. Why go with their hot tub when you can go with My Hot Tub? MyHotTub.com. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, rate, and review where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by our great friends over at the Al and Angus Pub, the Syracuse Fitness Store, Camillus Golf Club, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Hey, go get Brian on LinkedIn, Facebook, and of course, advisors.massmutual.com. Brian has a lot of great financial plans for you and your future. We're super excited where we're heading with Brian. Uh, you might have you know, a retirement on the horizon. You might have a youngster going to college, whatever the case may be. Go with Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. And I should throw in a tip of the cap thank you, of course, to participating sponsors, Jam and Beats, Carvel of North Syracuse, and Brewerton Ace Hardware. That's right. Ace is the helpful place, Route 11 in Brewerton, in front of the Brewerton Bridge. And, hey, I got to tell you, they've got a lot of sales and specials right now, a lot of them. So make sure you head on over there. They've got still a bunch of your pizza ovens and grills if you want that. You can get ready for the cold season with a bunch of stuff. They have a paint studio. Just an unbelievable amount of things for your house inside and outside. Building supplies, home and decor, heating and cooling, paint and supplies, lawn and garden, outdoor living, plumbing, lighting and electrical, nuts and bolts, you name it. And, oh, by the way, they do have uh, vendors at their place with great sauces, awesome beef jerky, and uh, terrific pickles and other canned goods. So get on over to Burton Ace Hardware, Route 11 in Burton off the Bartell Road exit if you are in and around Central New York. Burton Ace Hardware, the helpful place, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. So I wanted to touch on a few things around college football. And 
what a weekend it was. And really, I mean, I did a, yesterday I did a whole like Syracuse football thing. So I'm not, I'm not going to include the orange in this. And for those who don't know, um, I typically will, you know, do a bunch of different things on the show, right? Uh, my, my video content, my audio content, I'm all over the place. I'm covering a lot of different things. I'm not centric to one thing. Um, it's funny cause a lot of people tell me I should be because that'll help me get more downloads and all this other stuff, but it's really more about the brand and, 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 and hustling and all that in order to really crack. Um, so I'm not going to dive into anything Syracuse. If you want to hear SU football stuff, you can listen to the entire podcast from yesterday. It's right there in the feed. Um, but what I wanted to get to was really the top 25 action and some storylines in and around college football because um, I, I thought it was really just a tremendous, tremendous weekend of college football. The two big games is where we'll start. Okay, Georgia beat Tennessee 27-13. to And this game just, to me, looked like an absolute one-sided affair. Tennessee went in there with an undefeated record and looked like they hadn't won a game all year. I mean, this Georgia team, they are so good. They are so complete. Stetson Bennett only threw it 25 times, had 257 yards and two touchdowns. The way they play, they may very well be the new Alabama. Now, I don't mean the new Alabama in terms of winning, you know, what, what six national championships for Nick Saban. Um, but but I, I would tell you that from a recruiting standpoint, Right from a powerhouse standpoint, uh, this is this is as good a team here that we've seen, you know, since the Alabama dynasty. And I still think that the Alabama dynasty is partially still going on. We'll get to them in a minute as well. But I don't know as if Kirby Smart will get any more than you know one two championships in his tenure at Georgia. I don't know, but he's already finally got that win over Saban. I know Saban beat his ass mostly, you know, before the title game last year, but um. You know, he he's he's going to be on his way here, Kirby Smart. I think you know, and I, I think Georgia. I mean, listen, Georgia's going to make the college football playoff. Georgia, um, you know, has a couple tough games left. I mean, remember they play in the tough toughest conference in America, so even an average to below average team is still tough, especially if it's on the road, which they've got coming up here. They have at Mississippi State, at Kentucky, and then Georgia Tech to end the year. They'll kill Georgia Tech, uh, so they should finish undefeated. And they should uh, obviously uh, play in and win the SEC championship game. Um, you know, down in Atlanta, I would fully expect them to take care of business. Um, you know, against against probably LSU. I, I think, um, although Ole Miss is four and one, so I, we still got to kind of wait on that. But Georgia's going to run the table, and then Georgia should beat whoever is on the other side. It won't probably be Alabama. Um, it could be in the last few weeks if certain you know things happen and people slip up. The problem, of course, is that Alabama you know loses out head to head with LSU because LSU just beat them. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. LSU's five and one in the conference, and the Crimson Tide of Alabama they're four and two, and Ole Miss is right there in the middle at number at number two at four and one for a record. So. Uh, Georgia's schedule, they they really should roll uh, right through the, the rest of the year. Um, you know, and, and and then let's see, you know, win the SEC championship um, and, and go from there and play in the college football playoff. Um, but this has been really the best complete team, most complete team in football, 
you know, all season long. I mean, Stetson Bennett, I think, is making an interesting case to be a pretty solid NFL quarterback. Again, it'll depend on, you know, situation, help around him, coaching, all those things that go into it. But why wouldn't you take a flyer on this kid, right? I mean, really, I know C.J. Stroud, and I know that, you know, you've got uh, uh, Bryce Young, Will Levis. People are excited about all those guys. But I got to tell you, if I want a player who's pro-ready, who's big stage ready, who's calm in the pocket, is really good at play action, He's mobile enough, right? He kind of reminds me a little of an Aaron Rodgers four to five years ago, you know, just mobile, keeping plays alive. He sells the play action better than anybody in America. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I happen to think that this guy should get some major looks. If I need a quarterback, I'm looking at this guy. He has 17 total touchdowns from scrimmage, six of which, by the way, are on the ground. 11 through the air. He only has three picks. Uh, the George offensive line is probably the best in college football. Right, their defense is probably the best in college football. You know, um, they've got running backs galore on this team. I mean, from Edwards to McIntosh, uh, you know, they run. They they have so many different options. Uh, they keep everybody fresh. They're deep. They're talented. Uh, Georgia might very well be the new Alabama. And and again, I don't mean in terms of winning the national championship as many times as Alabama has. But as far as being that year-in, year-out juggernaut, showing up in the college football playoff, maybe they're a little bit closer to the Clemson teams that were kind of for a four- to six- or seven-year stretch, you know, with that national championship in there and all that. Like, maybe they're closer to Clemson than they are Alabama right now. But if Georgia wins a national championship this year and they go back-to-back for the first time in a while, um, we're going to have to start talking about some things with this Bulldog team. I mean, we really are. And, you know, they're going to continue to get the top recruiting class. Um, You can tell me all day long about rankings and whatever and A&M and what they got. But clearly A&M didn't get get that uh, top class. I mean, look where A&M is. Look where Georgia is. Um, You know, Georgia's been getting the top class for the last three, four, five years maybe. You know, I mean, it's them and Alabama neck and neck. So uh, regardless of what the rankings say. So, um, you know, that's on paper. And then it's also as the players develop, right? Um, so Georgia's unbelievable. Georgia's nasty. Uh, McConkie's terrific catching the ball. Bennett, again, host of running backs, great defense, unbelievable in the trenches. Georgia is by far, to me, the best team in college football. Ohio State barely beat Northwestern 21-7. to Mama said there's going to be days like this, right? If I'm an Ohio State fan, I just kind of chalk it up to a bad day. Um, you know, look, at least they won the game, but Northwestern's pathetic. They're 1-8 and eight on the year now. Ohio State's still undefeated. I still... Think Ohio State, and again, it's going to be Ohio State-Michigan. That game could be for all the marbles to go to the college football playoffs. In fact, it probably very well will be. Um, Right now, I don't know who's better. I don't know who's better. That game is at the horseshoe. I do not know who's better. I don't know if Ohio State's better. Uh, I don't know if Michigan is better. The way Michigan plays, and they thumped Rutgers 52-17, to they got up to a rough start with a block punt return by the Scarlet Knights, and then uh, they were down 17-14 to at the half, and then it was absolutely a joke at that point. 38 unanswered points for Michigan in the second half, just a complete and utter shellacking by the Wolverines. But I got to tell you, uh, Michigan right now, to me, is, is, is as good as Ohio State. I think they are. I think their defense is terrific. 
Uh, it's faster maybe even than last year. Now, last year they had studs across the board. We know the names led by Aiden Hutchinson. But they might be faster this year. They really might be a faster team, okay? And they are always around the ball. They, you know, sack Rutgers three times. Uh, you got to love the kid, Taylor Upshaw. Uh, wreaking havoc is Mike Morris. Junior Colson. They've got some. They got some dudes, and you know. Then you look at their receiving and running. They, you know, they they balance each other out very nicely. Um, you know, you got Cornelius Johnson, who doesn't have huge stat days, but he catches big passes. Same can be said for Donovan Edwards, although he's a little bit. He's probably their A number one. Um, but this team will run the ball, and they will exhaust you, and they will work you to death. And I got to tell you. I think Blake Corum, the running back for the Michigan Wolverines, I think he deserves some Heisman looks. I really do. I think he should get invited to New York. I do. This guy's got 1,100-plus yards on the ground. The junior from Marshville has 16 touchdowns, and he's averaging six yards a carry. He deserves to get looks for the Heisman Trophy. There's no question in my mind. You know, no doubt. And some guys have come back to the pack a little bit, Hendon Hooker. After the Georgia games come back to the pack, Bryce Young is still up there, but he's come back a little bit, right? Like guys who might have been in the picture for a while, having a good year out of the picture, like DJ Uyunglele, uh, players like that. I'm not sure Will Anderson is dominant enough to be able to, you know, to, to win the Heisman. But yeah, I mean, Blake Corum deserves a lot of looks for the Heisman Trophy. Um, by the way, Michael Barrett. Second interception of the game for Michigan took it to the house. That was a great pick six. Michigan's rolling, man. They're nine and zero and six and zero in the Big Ten. Um, LSU beat Alabama in what was the game of the weekend. The Georgia Tennessee game kind of lived up to the billing, kind of. And I say that because Georgia pretty much looked like they were, you know, it was a one sided affair, right, in their favor. Um, LSU beat Alabama thirty two thirty one. This game was was just spectacular. I mean, absolutely spectacular. It was 24-all going into overtime. Uh, Alabama gets a TD, and then LSU takes it in. And then Brian Kelly says, screw it. Like, we've lost so many times here. This program, Alabama has dominated at Death Valley the last several years in the Nick Saban era. And said, I'm going for two. It was gutsy, and it was great. And it was an amazing play call. That is a big boy win for LSU. That is a Brian Kelly win. That is a win that he would not have achieved had he stayed at Notre Dame. This game here, and you heard him in the postgame locker room and all that yelling, this is why you, you know, or some players were like, hey, this is why we came here, whatever. And Kelly was like, damn right you did. Brian Kelly, I think, is going to be in a position to win a national championship within the next five to seven years. He is a great coach. He is a big-time motivator. He's a wonderful recruiter. He's a chance-taker. Players, some players, you know, he might rub some guys the wrong way, but I think a lot of players mostly love playing for him. Uh, Jaden Daniels has been absolutely unbelievable this year. He was the one who ran it in to tie the score in overtime, and he's had just an unreal year. I mean, he's, he's uh, what, a transfer from Arizona State. He's been everything and then some. For this team, you know, and I just, this was just an amazing college football game. This is why college football is so special, you know, in in these regional areas 
where it means so much to these people, the LSUs and the Alabamas and the Florida States and the Ole Misses and, I mean, the Georgias, like the South, the football, Tennessee, the culture, it's just embedded in it from the first day you're on this planet. And I was so impressed with LSU in this game. Um, They kept throwing haymakers. Um, They kept matching Alabama play for play, blow for blow. You know, Jaden Daniels was tremendous on the ground. Uh, 18 carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown. He went 22-32 through the air for 182 and two touchdowns. Uh, No interceptions, though. Bryce Young did throw a pick. He went 25-51 for 328 and a touchdown and a pick. Um, Didn't really hurt LSU on the ground that much. Uh, But this team, LSU, I, I, I was just really, really impressed. And now we have to start having the conversation you know, if LSU can get, you know, basically into the SEC championship game, they should win out. I mean, they're going to Arkansas on the road, UAB at home, and at A&M. They should win out. And if they win out, they'll be 9-2. and two. Okay? So, I'm pretty sure that the committee is going to have to look long and hard at that team, even with two losses. Because that win over Alabama was enormous. They beat Ole Miss the week before that. I know they got slaughtered by Tennessee. Uh, but, you know, come on. I mean, th- th- this LSU team, maybe maybe there's, uh, you know, wiggle room here to get into the college football playoff. They're going to need some breaks to happen. We know either Ohio State or Michigan's going to lose. And so that'll probably boot one of them out of the college football playoff. But if you look at the rest of this, uh, you know, the rest of the rankings in America and all that, this is the way I would look at the college football playoff, okay? The college football playoff, in my opinion, if I had to sit here as I record this uh, on November 7th, a Monday, okay, I would venture to tell you that it will include Georgia and either Ohio State or Michigan. And from there, I don't know the other two. That's that's it. That's the list. That I mean, that's all. That's, that's it. Because... TCU, yeah, they're undefeated, but one loss boots them out. If Tennessee wins out and, te- and TCU loses one, like who are you going to take, TCU or Tennessee? You're going to take Tennessee, without a doubt. Oregon is also hanging around at 8-1. and one. USC is 8-1. and one. LSU is 7-2, and two, but am I taking Oregon or USC over LSU, a two-loss two team out of the SEC? No. I'm always going to take SEC teams over Pac-12, Big Ten, whoever, because they play in the best conference of college football. So, you know, I think the one thing that we can kind of look at is because of schedules and where they are in the rankings now, a lot of teams, Clemson, Ole Miss, Bama, UCLA, those teams, I don't really see. I mean, maybe UCLA can shoot up, right? They're number nine. I mean, maybe if they went out and, I mean, maybe they'll get a look, but I think it's going to be really hard. There's going to be a lot of hurdles there. Um, but everybody else is kind of out of it here a little bit. And I got to tell you, this year has been fantastic for college football. Now, while I think Georgia is the best team hands down, I would tell you that they're still not as good as some of the single. First of all, they're not as good as last year's Georgia team. Uh, some people think they are. I don't. Um, you know, and then you look at the other teams in college football, um, like in Alabama, you know, for years and years and years here, they're probably not even as good as a lot of those Alabama teams. They might not even be good as, as good as the Clemson team. You know, with with Deshaun Watson and company, um, 
you know, certainly not as good as the LSU team from a few years back with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards-Elair, right? Joe Brady as, as the, as the uh, offensive coordinator, and, and you had, or the, 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 not the offensive coordinator, but the, um, his specialty role or whatever it was, the, the offensive signal call role or whatever it was, um, you know, and then Ed Ogeron and that whole group, they're probably not as good as them. Um, but I do think they are hands down the best team in America. Now, because they're not as dominant as some of those other teams I mentioned, you know, maybe they can get picked off. The other thing, though, is that it's not a two-horse race. This is not Georgia and Alabama and everybody else. It's not Georgia and Clemson and everybody else. It's not Georgia and Ohio State and everybody else. It's Georgia and then right below them, everybody else. And that college football part, you get rid of the second horse, right? And it's it's just affirmed, not Aladar, right? It's just Secretariat and nobody else. It's just American Pharaoh and nobody else. There's no two-horse race. You have great things happening in college football. You have parity. You have one-loss teams scattered across the board. Teams can go into venues anywhere at any time and win games, and it's fantastic. Also take, for example, a Notre Dame team that many people, and I have a ton of friends who are Notre Dame fans. I can't stand Notre Dame. Um, but just a couple more thoughts here on the podcast. Notre Dame, you know, a lot of people left them for dead. Remember? I mean, they they were 0-2 to start the year. They lost to Marshall, man. <laughs> they lost to Marshall at home. They lost to Stanford at home, right? And they beat Cal, beat North Carolina, beat BYU. They were ranked at the time. You're like, okay, cool. And they lose to Stanford. You're like, what? Then UNLV, and then you're looking at it like at Syracuse Clemson. Like, ooh, maybe you can go one and one there. Yeah, you might lose two. They win both. They stampeded both of those teams. They outscored Syracuse and Clemson by a combined 76 points to 38 points. 76 to 38. You know, that's that's double. They doubled them up combined. And they've got Navy, BC, and at USC. I don't know if they can beat USC on the road. But if they went out, are we dealing with Notre Dame, you know, getting into, and not the college football playoff, but are we dealing with them getting into, you know, a pretty darn good bowl? We might be. And you know that everybody's going to give Notre Dame extra fluff because they're Notre Dame. So interesting stuff there. I have a couple more thoughts in and around college football. I'm going to get to that next. Big time thanks to the friends of the ML Sports Platter, the Swan and Whitaker families, Daryl Aber, Bob Lindsley, and the Alonzo family. We are also brought to you by Bet Online and sponsored in part by Ken's Auto Detailing, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Carvel of North Syracuse, and Jam and Beats. Hey, if you're in need of a DJ in and around Central New York, you've got that wedding coming up. You've got the private party, 16th birthday, whatever the case may be. Go with my guy Jamie and his team at Jam and Beats. They do an amazing job, and you can find them all over Facebook and, of course, at cnyjb.com. That's cnyjb, standing for Central New York Jam and Beats.com. Cnyjb. Com. An amazing, amazing DJ service. Jam and Beats is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. More thoughts on college football to wrap up next. It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their pumpkin cakes, along with a four-pack of Little Screamers. Carvel is open seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering pumpkin spice soft serve to go along with pumpkin cakes and those four packs of Screamers. Happy Halloween!
ML Sports Platter back with you, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and Burn Dairy. Let's get to a couple other talking points here in college football. Um, just kind of looking at some of the scores from this past weekend and, and, and kind of where I land here. I mean, look, TCU is a really good team. They have a lot of offensive firepower. Um, you know, there's no doubt uh, the special teams are great at TCU. They got, you know, that kid Davis with the huge return. Um, I just don't, again, they're in the Pac-12. I don't know how, uh, excuse me, the Big 12. I don't know how serious I can take TCU. Uh, they score a lot of points. They look flashy and fun and all that stuff, but are they really a team that's dangerous to win the national championship, right? Don't we always think this way about these clubs? I mean, we thought about those teams for as good as Lincoln Riley was at Oklahoma. Like, don't we just say, eh, eh, show me you can beat the SEC. I mean, isn't that kind of where we're at? And they've had a great year. And I love their uniforms, and I love their nickname, Horn Frogs. You know, I, there's a lot to like about TCU. They're a cool program, much like Oregon. Oregon right now, one-loss team. Oregon with Bo Nix playing extremely well. They have Bo Nix, they have Irving running it, they have receivers across the board who can catch it and gun it to the end zone. They're a force to be reckoned with right now. They are a team in the Pac-12, along with USC, who beat California 41-35. to Like, is one of those teams going to get into the college football playoff? It's very possible. It's very possible. It's very possible, even though I said Georgia and then either Michigan or Ohio State are the only two that I can pretty much lock in to the college football playoff as of this moment, okay? Um, what I would tell you is if I had to crystal ball it, maybe a Pac-12 team, somebody else, and then either Ohio State or Michigan, and then Georgia, right? Like, that's that's kind of how it's lining up here at this point, you know? And there are a lot of other teams. You know, North Carolina is probably the worst 8-1 team this year, you know, that you've ever, ever seen, maybe. Uh, Kansas, you know, wins over Oklahoma State, just a, a thrashing Um and that was pretty much it. You know, I've been impressed with NC State, you know, coming back a little bit here off the canvas. Now they're seven and two, making quite a bit out of that out of their season, showing that they have a lot of depth and versatility on that roster. Um, so we'll see what happens. You know, but but if I had to guess college football playoff wise, I would tell you that I think it's Georgia and then Ohio State or Michigan cemented, and then you know, two teams somewhere else. I, you know, it might be, um, you know, it might be a, a Tennessee, you know, it might be if TCU runs the table, probably TCU, right. Um, could be, you know, one of the PAC 12 teams. I mean, it's going to be hard to keep a PAC 12 champion out of the college football playoff with one loss, but by the same token, what happens if, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, you got that. One of those teams is going to lose. What happens if TCU wins out and Tennessee wins out? You know, are we looking at Georgia, let's say Ohio State or Michigan, and then TCU and Tennessee in the playoff? You know? Because even conference champion in the Pac-12, are you going to take a Pac-12 team over Tennessee and the SEC? And is that is that something you're going to do? I, I, I just would never do that. You know? And so... It's no disrespect to those teams. It's just how powerful the SEC is. And you know what? If you don't like it, too bad. I mean, Tennessee has beaten one, two, three, four, five ranked teams this year. Five. You're going to keep them out of the college football playoff if they have one loss the rest of the way? I mean, really? I, I don't think so. You know, and they lost to Georgia, and I understand that. And 
you know, that loss could very well keep them out. It could. Um, and they're not going to play for the FCC championship game because they lost that game. But they could still get in. And they just have to win out. And I think they're going to have a great shot. Because there's no way that you can tell me that they don't deserve to be in the Final Four with five ranked team wins. Period. End of discussion. So there's some thoughts on college football. Mike Lindsley with you. It's the ML Sports Platter. Thanks for listening. We are all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. And we are brought to you by our friends over at Welch & Company Jewelers. Shop the showcase today at welchjewelers.com. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, Camillus Golf Club, Barks & Rec Doggy Daycare, and Maple Down Senior Living Community. If you're in and around Central New York and you're looking to move uh, a loved one into uh, a senior living facility. This place is amazing. All the meals included, cable included, room service included. The staff is incredible. They'll take care of your loved one. Um, you know, if life's getting a little bit harder for someone kind of up in age, uh, it's just a great place to be. It's literally Disneyland for kids. I'm telling you. They have a movie theater. They've got game rooms. They have an exercise room. They've got an unbelievable cafeteria. They have areas outside on, you know, sidewalk and, and, and sort of these, these great outdoor uh, uh, facilities and whatnot where you can walk around. Um, you know, visitors, you can have pets. I mean, it's just a great place. Maple Down Senior Living Community, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And hey, one more time, as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on burn dairy and deli it's all good thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.